The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. The latest trends and hottest topics, love and sex, handled honestly and with passion. Here's Dr. Lori, CJAD 800. Coming up after 10.15, the Boys Club will have Carlo DeLuca, Costlet Securis, and Steve Daniel in studio. And we'll talk, I'll ask the guys the question, is six months enough time to see if you want to marry someone or spend the rest of your life with someone? You think about that and then you can text us at 514 and give us your thoughts. But first... Time to check out our inbox. Your calls and texts are always welcome. Connect with Passion now at 514-790-0800 or 514-800. Remember that you can always send me your emails anytime during the week, laurie at drlaurie.com. First question on the text board, how can I make a woman squirt? Boy, that's a question I get quite a bit. And why? Because of Porn, I would say, has a lot to do with it. Uh, a lot of uh, the pornography that's out there has this, right? Has like specific squirting, female ejaculation um, uh, videos or, or what have you. So it's a question that that's quite common. So first of all, let me just begin by saying, and I've said this before, we're each responsible for our own orgasms. So trying to make somebody do something, I get that you want to be good at something to have that effect on your partner. But if your partner is not relaxed enough, open enough, and allows herself to let go enough, then it won't happen no matter what you do. So that's the baseline of that. So often um, female ejaculation is tied into uh, stimulation of what we normally would think of as the G-spot area, but we've that area or the G-spot or the word or whatever has been disputed. And now we understand that when you stimulate the inside, uh, the outer wall of the vagina, so if you put a finger in and you do a come here motion in that area, you're actually accessing the internal structure of the clitoris, the bulbs on the side. And some women respond to that by completely uh, having a, like a, an in- more intense orgasm and it's a letting go and there's a, a buildup, the, there's glands that create this fluid that then comes out of the urethra. This is why often women have the urge to urinate, but they think they're going to pee and so they hold back and they don't let themselves go. But if they did, then they would um, experience this uh, female ejaculation. So for the women out there who have felt that they need to urinate and so stop themselves, like they start to question and, oh no, I don't want to do that and I'm going to be embarrassed and this isn't, uh, I shouldn't let this happen, well, they're blocking, they're not relaxing enough and won't let it happen and won't get that same feeling of release and that intensity of that orgasm. So that's why it's up to her and not up to you because you're not in her head as to how she feels. If she feels that, um, you know, oftentimes women think that they are in fact going to urinate, but that doesn't happen. It's not urine that comes out, even though it comes out of the same uh, place. And that liquid, the it's it's not urine. Um, it, it It's like prostatic fluid basically is what it is. Um, 
will create the same sensation, though, because it ends up in the bladder and then out through the, uh, the urethra. So that's why that sensation is there. So make sure your partner's, like, really relaxed and, it, and make her feel like it's perfectly okay. Like, wet the bed. It's all right. You know, it doesn't matter. I'd be happy if this happened. So to get rid of some of that um, embarrassment, if you will, and, and some of the shame that, that surrounds some of the some sexuality, right? All right. Uh, Another question got by email. I have a mild case of cerebral palsy and I'm interested in working with a sexual surrogate. Do you know of any in Montreal that you would recommend? Is this something that is even legal in Canada? So the question is, no, it's not legal. If you want to know what a sex surrogate is, a sex surrogate is uh, halfway between a, uh, a sex therapist and a prostitute, okay, if you want to position it. So basically a sex surrogate is an individual who has quite a lot of sexual knowledge and is able to teach, but teaches hands-on. So I, as a therapist, do not touch anybody. It's talk therapy. I give people exercises to try at home, to do with their partners, etc. cetera. Uh, I may use videos to show certain things. I have props that I use, but never, ever do I do anything with clients. That's just... That's just not part of the profession, okay? But sex surrogacy, which is not legal here, it's only legal as far as I know in New York and California, you can hire people who sometimes work with sex therapists, uh, with clients who don't have partners or who uh, want to develop certain skills uh, with someone who is knowledgeable, who will do it with them. So who will, uh, for example, I can think of, let's say a man wants to learn how to uh, ejaculate less quickly. So practicing with a partner uh, is easier and practicing with intercourse is easier. And then that person can walk them through the steps while it's happening. Whereas in my office, you don't walk them through the steps while it's happening. You're giving them kind of indicators of what they can do and exercises to do on their own or with a partner. So that's what a sex surrogate does. I wish they were legal here because I there are plenty of clients I've had who did not have partners where I thought this would be a great opportunity to learn um you know, hands-on with that. The problem with, for example, you might say, well, why not just send them to a a prostitute? Well, prostitutes are there to make money, to uh, get, you know, get the person off as quickly as possible and and collect their money and and move on. Basically it's, it's work. It's like, you you know, that that's the goal. The goal is uh, get that done and whatever. They're not there to necessarily teach, even though some may, like I remember there was a, a sex worker that once came to me, and I thought it was very responsible, actually. She uh, came to me for advice on how to help her clients who were suffering from erectile dysfunction. So I gave her some education and, and what have you. But so in that case, yes, she was someone who took care of uh, her clients in a different way. But for the most part, if you just grab, you know, get a random sex worker, that may not, they may not be interested in spending all that time to, uh, to teach you anything. So bottom line, sex surrogates not legal uh, anywhere in Canada yet. They've been around for a long time. Uh, When I was doing my training, like over 30 years ago, we talked about sex surrogacy. There was, uh, it was going on in the States, but certainly, uh, certainly not here. 
So coming up in the program, we have our boys club. It's always fun when the guys join me and we uh, kind of get to hear uh, topics from a, a guy's perspective, which is great. And we're going to uh, – Steve Harvey, I don't know if you know him, but does a talk show – did a segment on uh, is and asked the question: Is six months enough time to see if you want to marry someone? So I want to ask the women and the men. Let me know if you're a guy or, or if you're a guy or a gal. Um, texting me, text me at five one four eight hundred. Answer that question: Is six months enough time to see if you want to marry someone or move in with someone or like spend your life uh, essentially with someone? Six months is it enough or not. That's coming up. Your relationships on the line. Connect with Dr. Lori now. 514-790-0800. Passion. News Talk Radio. CJAD 800. So excited to have the guys in studio tonight. We are live on Facebook. So if you want to watch and interact with us in between segments, go to the CJD 800 Facebook page, my Facebook page, or any of the guys' Facebook page. Everybody's kind of shared it. Paris Mansour is behind the camera, so you won't hear much of her except in between segments where she will talk to you and interview the guys, which is always uh, fun. Joining me in studio is Carlo DeLuca. He is the owner of Station 16 Gallery in Montreal and Station 16 Gallery in Denver. I don't know how you make those two, but you go from one to the other. All right. Uh, and we have Costa Sakiris, who's the owner of Otavio's uh, Restaurant, and Steve Daniel, a, so- a social media manager and vlogger. Welcome back, all of you, my regulars. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Always great. All right. So someone else is going to join us. It's a clip, <laughs> kind of another guy. Uh, we're going to play this clip from uh, Steve Harvey's show. Do you know Steve Harvey? He's yeah. like a talk show host or whatever. Okay. So uh, let's play that, Dave. Okay, ladies, I'm going to let you in on a male secret, something you've never heard before. A man knows in six months if you're the one. I got news for you. We know in six months is you the one. We're not going to tell you this, but we know in six months is you the one. We, we, we ain't got nothing else for you. I, I promise you we don't. But wait. Me. We are very simple. If you have what we want to offer... If you have, you have to offer what we want. In six months, we know. And then we ain't going nowhere. That's the secret to the whole thing. What do you think? In six months, is it enough time to see, to know? It's three months too long. Three? <laughs> That's what my husband would say. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was the truth. After three For months, you? I knew. I knew uh, well, actually, I knew even sooner than that. Did you tell her that you knew? Not you? then. Not at that time. Right. That That's what he's time. saying. It's like, we know, ladies, but we're not necessarily gonna, sharing with you. We're not going to divulge it. We know pretty early on if this is the one, but we don't know for how long that's going to be the one. <laughs> oh, that's such a <laughs> good that's answer. A good, that's, that's a good fair. point. Okay. So you know it's Mrs. or Miss right now. Right. Not necessarily Miss Forever. Well, so we when do you forever, know? So you do hope. Yes, like the course, person. Yes. Okay. So there's there's that. So how long did it take you to know? That Early your on, wife was when we started dating, I felt it immediately that you know she's probably the right catch and and she's the one and she's the one. I wonder what ladies are thinking. What about you, Steve? Have you ever been in a position where you said, "Oh yeah, that's the one, Mister Single Guy"? <laughs> <laughs> I have to watch out what I say, but I think it's right. Right, you feel like it's the right person for the moment because guys were simple, right? 
if after a week, two weeks, like you're the right person, we're not looking for more because we know you're going to be the right person for a certain amount of time. But at this moment, I'm single, so I guess I haven't found the one yet. All right. Well, maybe these guys can help you along and <laughs> give you some advice. But this is uh, – I'm curious to see what other people uh, think. And guys and uh, and women as well. It may Maybe it's different. I felt right away – that my husband was the one. Like within within a few dates, that I had a, a barometer for me when I was dating. It was like, can I picture this person as the father of my kids? That was my thing. And many of the guys I dated, the answer was no, 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 no. Then I met my husband, and it was immediate that I said, oh, my God, I could see this guy being the, the father of my children. And he likewise. And we've been together 25 years, 26 years, and – we got engaged after three months of being together. Oh, wow. So wow. not that I advise that to everybody. Like, you still want to, you know. But we knew. We were already 30. It's like, you kind of, you feel like you know what you're looking for. Oh, watch out. You're dating yourself now. Yeah, well, I, everybody already knows. I'm I didn't like, know. Freedom 55. It's coming, yeah. <laughs> my barometer was, uh, will this one survive my four sisters? And, uh, oh, yeah? And she did. Wow. Okay. Well, that's interesting. So you put them through like a testing. Yeah, the gauntlet. Yeah, yeah the gauntlet. The gauntlet. <laughs> She's good. Yeah. And what would your wife have said? Would she? What would she answer to this question? If think? she knew that I was the one, yeah, she, she would tell you no. It wasn't. It was an instant. So my wife never thought herself as the the one that's married, the raising children. She never thought herself that way. But you know what? Obviously, she's become and she's become that. And not only has she become that, she's a fantastic mother, a fantastic wife. So you saw it before she saw it. I guess so. Yeah. (laughs) So when do you when did she realize you are the one? Do you know if you were to ask me, I'd tell you right away instantaneously. If you were to ask her, probably a year in. Is that your ego talking or <laughs> what else like, would what's it be? talking here? That's you know, definitely my male ego. Okay, yeah, I, I want to hear from people here. So one person says, I don't know if it's a male or a female. No, six months is not enough. You don't know someone after six months. Impossible. Um, I'm not sure about that. Well, I, think, I don't think you know anybody ever fully. Well, that's, that's the true. thing. How much? What do you have to know? If you're good at picking up signs, if you're good at, what are you trying to figure out? You're trying to figure out, does this person have the same values as me? Does this person want to go to the same place that I do? Are we on the same page? If you can pay attention to the signs that tell you, yes, this person has, shares my values, then you can know that. Well, if, if I may interject here, you see, you said... Do they want to go the same the same route that I want to go? Well, my wife and I did not want to go that, down the same route. Where did you want to go? Well, Where she want to I go? Knew, she wasn't thinking. She didn't want marriage. marriage. You did. This, I, I did. Okay. So we weren't heading down the same path initially. The path led down the same path, and we've become stronger because of it. So, and you said, you know what? Do you know the per- you don't know the person well enough? Well, I'm not the same person I was That's when right. we first met. Right. I'm not the same person I was last year. So who who did she marry? Did she marry the guy? She married the guy right. how long ago? It's been a while too. Uh-huh. Twenty See? years ago, mm-hmm. or is it uh, the guy uh, from last week? It's a different person. So right, there's an it's, evolution it's, as well. Yeah, but I think it has to do with what you said. The same values. Do, do you have which the same don't values? change generally? It, those usually right. don't. Right. So this texture writes at five one four eight hundred. I wanted to move in with my girlfriend 
right away after meeting her. She said she would never move in with anyone ever again unless she was married. So I had to compromise and get engaged in order for us to move in with each other. Uh, Six months later, we got married. And now here we are 13 years later, still going strong. We have two kids. Uh, ten and twelve. So they, that's uh, amazing. you know, that's another a success story. When, when, when you know, you know. A lot of people say that. When you know, you know. It's like the it's, signs are there. If you want to listen, you'll you'll pick them up. If you don't want to pay attention to them and you just want to ignore them, you know, and you're okay. just going with your heart and not with your head. When it comes to a, a commitment like that, I think you need to go with both. You know what? Very well said, Carlo. I like that. I think that's yeah. You, you've got to. It's that picking up on the signs. Do you want to see them? And are you paying attention to them? Like, so, and this is where a lot of people have trouble because, of course, we all have backgrounds. We all have certain issues. We may not see signs that are unhealthy for us because it may be, it may feel kind of normal, even though, you know, it's our normal. So we end up in in kind of unhealthy situations and then realize it a little further in. And that's why you, you know, maybe six months for that person may not be enough, but if you do the exercise of figuring out what am I looking for, what do I want ultimately, who am I, what do I have to offer, then that exercise, that then I believe you can discover that because I think it takes about six months to really see a person in their, in all their elements. Yeah, right. Totally. Mm-hmm. You, Two months, no. Like you want to see them with family. You want to see how they treat family. You want to see how they treat wait staff. You want to see how they handle anger, uh, conflicts. Like you've got to have, you've got to see how they are in different situations in order to be able to, um, you know, to make that to assess that the, the situation. So that's why I think six months, if you pay attention, that you get to see all of that. Just don't ignore the signs, like a lot of people <laughs> tend to do. So. Yeah, that's uh, all right. I want to hear from women. I want to hear from uh, guys. Is six months enough time to see if you want to marry someone? And I think about, I always hear my parents' story, which is really a a sweet story in a way. But my my parents were both at a, you know, back then in the 19, I don't even know when, early 60s. Yeah, early 60s. They were uh, at a party and my father saw my mother from across the room and he looked at her and he says, that's the woman I'm going to marry. He goes up to my mother and asks her to dance, whatever. And he actually tells her, you're the woman I'm going to marry. My mother looks at him and says, you're crazy. Like, get out of here, you know. She was like, ah, you're just a player or whatever. I'm not listening. He chased her. And he, you know, she finally relented and went out with him, and they got married, and, and they're married like uh, almost sixty years. Wow! So years you know, later, sometimes we're sitting here. and we're sitting here <laughs> thanks to them. I'm sitting here, yeah. <laughs> so it it's so there's of course there's a lot of stories like that. I think of people who say, yeah, I knew the day I met that person. I've heard so many of those stories. So I don't believe that no, you can't know someone if you if you pay attention, know what you want, you can know somebody. 514-800. This is the Boys Club tonight. Carlo DeLuca, Costa Sakira, Steve Daniel uh, in studio with us. We're also live on Facebook. Um, you can check us out on the uh, CJD Facebook page, CJD Facebook page, or my Facebook page at Dr. Lori Batito. So a couple of other topics that I, uh, I want to bring up tonight, which I want you to think about because... Um, well, these are you know, important questions. Is marrying your first and only lover 
a bad idea. You don't need to answer that right away, but I want you to think. There are people, and I've even today I met somebody in the same situation, you know, who only had one sexual partner, only one relationship, and kind of questioning it, like saying, should I go ahead? Should I marry this person, even though I've never had any other? Uh, and then you hear from other people who've only had that one partner, and they're still going strong. So I want to hear from some of our listeners about that. So think about that. Is marrying your first and only lover a bad or good idea? We'll uh, we'll attack that issue with our boys club after we check in with our CJD 800 newsroom. The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Straight talk that's all inclusive. Passion with Dr. Lori. News Talk Radio. CJAD 800. Tonight on the program, we have the Boys Club. Carlo DeLuca, owner of Station 16 Gallery. Costa Sakiris, owner of Otavio's Restaurant. And Steve Daniels, social media manager and vlogger. We have been talking about how long is enough time to see if you want to marry someone. Steve Harvey had a segment that says six months, definitely enough time. Guys know way earlier. They just don't tell the women, but they know. I just have a couple of texts on these uh, on these thoughts. I met my soulmate in 1973. After two weeks, I asked her to marry me. She said, marry you? I don't even like you. <laughs> 45 years later... We are still in love and best friends. I had my work to do to make her love me. Um, again, men generally fall in love very quickly. This person says, as men in general, we do not analyze whether our values and beliefs are similar. Men are driven by their level of attraction to a woman. Women are much more analytical and critical when it comes to relationships. They need to assess men more than men need to assess women. Any uh, any thoughts? Do you agree with that? Are we more analytic? Don't you just do it in a different way? Like, aren't you assessing it in your own head? You're not just looking at, oh, I'm attracted to her. Okay, that's enough. Well, that's the initial, your attraction. Right, that's but the initial. But then that takes like 30 seconds. And right. then afterwards, you become <laughs> analytical, just like a woman. And you go through all the check boxes. Right. And... What are your check marks? Sorry. I the values, uh, family. Uh, how does she treat her family? How is she, so she going to handle holidays? Everything. Yeah. yeah. How I'm so different. Like, I don't know if it's because of a generation thing, you know? What do you look at then? Me, I just go, if I, if I vibe with the person, if I feel if good I with If I vibe with yeah, the person. <laughs> it's the me-me generation. Yeah, no, <laughs> Millennial no talk, kidding. right? <laughs> like, I just go with my feelings, and after, it, it just builds from there, yeah. So well, you don't ask yourself questions. You don't say, you don't actually think about it. You just say, oh, I'm vibing. It's yeah. good. That's yeah, it. that's me, yeah. I don't ask questions. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> We'll talk later. <laughs> and then, therefore, he's single. <laughs> you vibe because the vibe can be there initially. You know that that you know you could really be attracted to somebody initially, but then you get to you see them in different elements. You you get to observe you, and then things start to turn you off if that's they don't the, match with you. But that's when the vibe is wrong, so it doesn't work anymore. Oh, I see. So it's but just a vibe. I think it's just the way the way the wording. Yeah, I, think I guess. It's, it's a millennial talk. <laughs> <laughs> millennial talk. All right, all right. Uh, six months is way too short, somebody says, especially if it is an interracial relationship. I'm not sure why. Cultural differences what? need to be analyzed intensely. Politics, culture, education, children. There's a point here. And child-rearing techniques need to be discussed. Where you can and can't live if you are black, lots to discuss. Okay, I'm, I'm not sure about that one, so I can't speak for that. But inter, 
cultural relationships. Forget just interracial, but intercultural. So two different religions, two different cultures. It could be same religion, different culture. Yes, they have their particularities that you have to discuss. Like if one person wants to raise, you know, I want to raise my kids Jewish, you want to raise them Catholic. I want to, like you have to, if you don't talk about these, these are deal breakers oftentimes. So you may have to have more conversations about what the deal breakers are because you don't come from the same root. It's, you, you know, like if two people are from the same culture, same religion, it's a, it's like a given. Well, we're not both going to say, no, I really want to raise my kid a uh, Buddhist if we're already both uh, Catholic, let's say. So I think that's, I don't know I what agree. your thoughts are I agree are with uh, whoever texted that in. Um, what you say in the beginning, I, I married a Greek Orthodox. I'm Catholic. Mm -hmm. In the beginning, it was, yes, of course, I'll convert. I'll become Catholic. We'll get married in Catholic church. Children will be Catholic. But then as you progress in the relationship and it becomes a reality five years later, you're not the same person you were five years earlier. You you might have feelings of, did I really say that? Let's talk about it again. Right. You know? Let's revisit this. So, yes. so yeah. The six months uh, might be too soon for some interracial uh, relationships. Well, that's not interracial. That's intercultural. Like to yeah, intercultural, intercultural, but, but to me, they're it's uh, you know similar. I don't know if you, as the one black guy on the panel, Steve, could <laughs> you? you black? Oh, <laughs> I'm black. What? <laughs> I don't Notice. know if this if this rings true for you. I don't know. But I mean, we're in Canada at this point of the day, right? So in yeah. Canada, I don't feel there's place in Canada where I don't feel I can live. Right. But it is true that well, the the bigger uh, impact is definitely intercultural. But interracial at this point in Canada, I mean, I'm yeah, born I here and everything. I feel like I'm from here, right? So I don't right. see any problems with that. Yeah, and I, and I hear that from from people now in terms of it's a much less of a of an issue. It's yeah, definitely like a, can become a non issue for a lot of people, right? So we're talking about is marrying your first and only lover a bad idea? I'm going to share the science that. Yes, there's some science about that. That that, uh, but I want to hear your thoughts on it first. Well, you, you want my thoughts as a man, or you want my thoughts? Well, as no, a as a woman. No, or, or <laughs> as a father. I want to, or as a father. I want to know as a father. As a actually. father of girls. As a father of two girls. Oh, yeah, come on. <laughs> they're all, they're still little, so. I know. But nonetheless, you know. they will grow up. And you want them to have one partner, and like as a father, <laughs> I don't want. Yes. <laughs> what is your belief? My, my belief is no. Your first lover should not be. You shouldn't marry. That's again. That's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah. that's all right. At what that we point want. in time, you know what? If you, both of you, it's only one, or you know what? Just let's say, for example, I was, it was uh, my wife was my only lover. Mm -hmm. Then at that point in time, what tells me down the line, I won't start questioning. You know what? What is it like on the other side of the fence? Mm -hmm. Do I want to play on that in that yard? Okay, but what so, if each yard is or similar? Vice versa? Pardon? Like, I don't know. It's like thinking there's so that that yard is so much greater. Like, you know, yeah, but if I've never played in another yard, mm -hmm. then that yard will definitely look better than my yard. But if I've already played in various yards, mm -hmm. then at that point in time, hey, listen, my yard's pretty damn good. So I'll just stay in my yard. Okay. That's one way. What do you, what do you think, Carl? Um, I, I don't see the issue if you're, if you have one lover and that's the lover that, uh, you decide to to be with for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. I don't see that being a problem, to be honest. I know a lot of couples that have yes. both only engaged right, with, with each, each other, other. Right. and uh, and have had years and years of marriage. Um, I've seen that too. You know, playing around the field mm -hmm. prior when you get married, I guess, and you with the, the person that you settle with, 
you'll remember that you played around in those feelings when you played around. But if you only have that one experience, you're not comparing. You're not it to comparing anything. it to anything else, and 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 Good why point. can't you get the, the 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 sex that you need out of that one person as you grow and evolve in a relationship? You can. Yep. Right? Of course you can. You can. Steve, what do you think? I was in a relationship where. I don't know if it's my ex or my ex-ex, whatever. I won't say which one. <laughs> okay. And I was the the only partner, right? Okay. And for me, it was always like, yo, I think one day she's going to be curious, right? So that's why I don't think you should marry the first partner. I feel like maybe you can go around, see what's happening, and then come back to it. But I, I feel like, like I, I'm agreeing with Cust on this one. Like, I feel like down the line, you, you, you want to explore something. I feel like humans... And maybe, I don't know if the science can back this up, but I feel like humans, we, sh- we want to explore and then maybe come back to, to the initial point, you know? Well, science doesn't agree with you, but I, I will, you know, share more of that information coming up. I'll tell you what the science does say about people who marry their first and only love and whether it's a good or bad idea. And plus some of your texts, text in at 514 We still have a bit of time. The Boys Club here, Carlo DeLuca, Costa Securis, and Steve Daniel in studio with us. We are live on Facebook, so you want to interact with us uh, during our uh, our break segments, then please do that. Uh, join us at the CJD 800 Facebook page and uh, listen in to our conversation between segments. It's sex out loud, and you're welcome to listen in. Passion on CJAD 800. We are live on Facebook with our boys club, Carlo DeLuca, Casa Sakiris, and Steve Daniel having interesting conversations. Is marrying your first and only love a bad idea? Let me share the science because this is what I wanted to do with you. So uh, I guess the cons- – well, two of you – Steve and Costa said no way, uh, but uh, Carlo, you agreed that it could absolutely work, and you know people, and I know people too, where it, where it works. So the science, even though there isn't much about that, but the the few studies that there are um, indicate that first love marriages are actually stronger than other marriages, believe it or not. Uh, another study found that a quarter of us are still with our first love and that 41% of people enjoyed the best sex of their lives with their first love. So this, you know, the study points not towards the, is it a but, but bad a idea? Uh, Lori, now uh, I'm confused here because you're saying the first love. Is that first love or first lover? Well, I would say if you're going to marry your first love lover slash lover like love intercourse love love, it's the the first person you fall in love with and have sex with okay well you see because this is this is a whole other story now oh this is a whole thing because not necessarily my first uh lover was my first love right so now bad boy (laughs) (laughs) so what were you up to oh well (laughs) well that's why i'm saying what's the question like if it's uh, your your first lover or your first love? It's, Those are two uh, separate questions. According to these, they were together. It was the first person you had sex. You married the first person you had sex with, which means you love that person. Not necessarily. Well, no. okay, but if you married them, you would assume that that was the person you love. Okay, well, I think Costa, okay. you and I were talking about the first love. Okay. No, Let's no, talk, about first, talking about first love. Let's talk about first love. Anyway, 
You just did want to disagree with me. No, and not really. Cause... Yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> I agree with whatever. you, Dr. Uh, Thank you, thank you, Carlo. Yeah, uh, all right, a couple of uh, texts here. My parents are in their 70s and 80s, claimed they were virgins when they got married, and they're still married today, almost 60 years later. The operative word is claimed they were virgins. And simply, I'm saying that because the age of, of first intercourse hasn't changed in like 60 years. It's Even though our parents never talked about it, they were still... Doing it. <laughs> yeah. She just has to look at the wedding photo album. If she came down the aisle with a white dress, then she was a <laughs> yeah, virgin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, then uh, talking about the intercultural stuff, somebody says, we put up a Christmas tree and we, and we do the whole Hanukkah candle stuff. Great. Do you integrate both? Um, I'm Protestant. My wife is Jewish. I couldn't care less. So somebody else handles that. Uh, what I think is crazy, this texture writes, about the biggest difference between men and women is that women want a man to change and a man wants a woman to to never change, but guaranteed they're both they're both going to do the opposite. It's like that old I saying, agree right? That. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with yeah. that. Like women go, women tend to fall in love with the potential of guys, unfortunately, and the men don't want them to change. Usually, it's in the bedroom because at the beginning of relationships, there's a lot of sex, like for yeah. most beginning Chains, of relationships, whips are out. and it changes as time goes, only because the way a woman's desire evolves it's not that they don't uh enjoy it or whatever but they lose that 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 uh, whole spontaneous desire for it, that that hunger for it some people do so that's where they was i hope she never changes like i hope we're gonna have sex for the rest of our lives five days a week which uh is unrealistic but Whatever. Uh, my parents used to joke that because they had three boys, they admit they had sex three times. Yeah, okay. <laughs> How could you compare your first and only to be the best? Ridiculous. That's true, right? The best sex that they've had, their first and only. Um, unless they said, unless they were asking in terms of if if these are people who had other partners, that their first sexual partner was their best sexual partner, which doesn't make sense either, no. uh, actually. Uh, let's see. I admit I don't think that there's anything that compares to virgin love. The best part is there's no such thing as right or wrong. It's all about trying new things. And if you or she doesn't like it, you don't do it anymore. No pressure. Another text of first lovers, both 47 years, still in love. Another one says, I've only ever been with my wife and I wouldn't change that for anything. First two years were rocky, but now we have a six-month-old baby boy, and we are closer than ever. So we're getting, you know, we're getting the range of uh, of that kind of thing. I don't know if you have any last thoughts on that. The whole thing about having one sexual partner and it being, how can you say it's the best if you haven't had another one, right? Right. I disagree with that because who's to say what is the best for me? Right. You or, know? What, or what great sex is, exactly. right? You don't need to How, compare it to know that it's great. Exactly. Is it the pressure today of like, you know, sex peer pressure that you have to have uh, 10 different uh, uh-huh. sexual uh, um, partners, partners yeah. and mm-hmm. then you can determine which is the best? Why could the best be the first in, in not only sexual experiences, but in so many other things right. in life? I, like I agree with you on that is that it's not about comparison. You can know I really enjoying this i love my sex life and so it's okay you don't have to compare to know to know that right. you're enjoying something you could have a different sexual experience like others can be different but no one no two relationships are identical or the same or that you feel the same or what have you even every person you've fallen in love with could be very very different mm-hmm. 
So who you ultimately end up with may not even be the best sex of your life, but it's good enough. True. Because everything else is good. Yep. Right? I agree. So that's it costs you your life. <laughs> I'm, 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 I, I don't know what to say to this. I'll, He's saying, I'll back right? away from this one. I'm backing away. All right, as we uh, get to the end of our show, let's uh, hear a little bit about each of you. Carlo, where can people find you and your wonderful gallery? We're online at station16gallery.com. Wonderful. And you can visit also yep. physically. Physically here on Montreal. We're at 3523 Boulevard Saint Laurent. And if you travel to Colorado, come visit us at Denver. Oh, we're yeah. inside the Source Hotel. I think we're most likely to end up on uh, on St. Lawrence Boulevard. And beautiful, like very different type of art that you'll see there. Uh, Costa Zakiris, uh, owner of Otavio's Restaurant. You can find me there, I don't know, once or twice a week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the what's your Instagram and my social insta- media and My all personal that? Instagram is the underscore 174 and the restaurant and the restaurant is Otavio Resto and Steve Daniel where can people follow you because you're all over social media I try to be everywhere right you are everywhere I um, see you everywhere that's good that's even my the goal. gym that's my goal right <laughs> uh, my website stevedaniel.ca uh, social media handle Twitter Facebook YouTube I am Steve Daniel and I'm also part of Influence Orbis we have a conference coming up next Thursday oh, called great. Influence her for women empowerment. Wonderful. So you can check it out on Instagram at Influence Orbis or just contact me at I am Steve Daniel. Wonderful. Thank you guys so much. Always fun to have you in. Thank you to Paris Mansory who takes the time to be here on these nights and film for us. I uh, can't tell you how much I appreciate everything that you do for, for me, for the show, Paris, truly. Uh, and Dave Simon, of course, our wonderful technical producer. Thank you. Uh, That's it for us. Uh, I want to uh, thank you all for uh, tuning in and all of your wonderful texts tonight. You really participated in the program. Loved it. You can connect with me on social media at Dr. Lori Batito or through my website, drlori.com. Coming up next on CJD, the CTV National News. Have a great rest of the evening and remember to live your life with passion.